Hey friends, welcome to Real Stories of Life with God, a podcast with a pretty explanatory title, because that's what we're here for, a conversation with real people about their unique life with God. I'm your host, Chelsea Eubank, and I'm so glad you're here. Let's jump into today's episode. So, I'm excited. Me too. I'm super excited. Tell us a little bit about you. Give us some details. I guess I'll just start. I'm 30 years old and from Appling, uh, you know, born and raised, but now live in the big city of ATL, (laughs) um, where I just pretty much do the daily grind Mm. and all that. Um, But yeah, I'm single, uh, living up in Atlanta. Um, I just some fun facts about me, I guess. I was a history major in college, and so I love history. Um, just love, you know, anything related to that. One of the biggest things that people find out about me pretty quickly is that I'm obsessed with like pop culture and <laughs> and movies and TV, like I love recommending movies and TV shows to people and, you know, keeping up with, you know, the Oscars race. Mm -hmm. Like, that's just, that's a big part of, I would say, that's a big part of me um, and something that I enjoy. You know, some people are into sports. Mm -hmm. You know, we we, we live in the South and (laughs) pretty much my entire family is uh, obsessed with UGA football. And I'm just like, y'all have fun. I'm going to go see the latest movie in the movie theater. That's that's kind of me. So I'm just like, yay, sports. Mm, okay. Um, so, yeah. So I'm a big I'm a big pop culture uh, junkie for sure. Um, it's cool. It's like a big, that. big part of my uh, interest and identity. Mm-hmm. And the people who listen to this, I hope they're not getting tired of me reading these verses, but... I kind of like reading the verses that um, I'm getting a couple of these questions from. It's in Matthew 22. Jesus has asked, which commandment in the law is the greatest? And he said, love the Lord your God with all your heart and with all your soul, with all your mind. And the second, love your neighbor as yourself. Mm-hmm. So the first question is, what currently stirs your love for God? So I definitely think um, recently I have been reading uh, some like autobiographies mm-hmm. and biographies and writings of um of people like uh c.s lewis surprised by joy is one example and then like cory ten boom Mm -hmm. um and uh julian of norwich Mm -hmm. those are three that i've kind of have been reading recently and i think that just like reading about what the three of them kind of experienced and how, and the differences in their lives, but also like how they experienced the Lord Mm -hmm. and, and like their testimonies, it has just really shown me like just how, how the Lord speaks to us, speaks to every, or to every person differently Mm -hmm. and, and how, like he loves us uh and kind of i feel like almost kind of meets us where we're at and like caters to us uh to like tries to speak to us or be in our lives or whatever um with whatever we're going through mm-hmm. i guess 
it almost has kind of shown me just like the creativity of the Lord mm-hmm. and how, um, you know, like if he, if he's trying to tell you something or, or show you something, then it might not be like how he speaks to you might be different than how he speaks to me. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, when, mm-hmm. and so that has just really kind of made me be like, Oh wow. Like I need to make sure I'm being aware of when he is trying to tell me something or speak mm-hmm. to me or when he's put something in my life. And so I think that's one thing, but also just kind of like showing how these people have trusted him and like mm-hmm. difficult times and hardships. I mean, Corey Ten Boom is, she is, mm-hmm. she is probably, she's probably like my personal hero. Mm-hmm it's just incredible. And, and, you know, it's just like reading about her and then like CS Lewis and his faith journey to like, you know, that was riddled with doubt and everything. And just kind of, I feel just feel like it's an encouragement to me, like in my walk, just to stay steadfast in the journey Mm. and trust, trust the Lord that he is good and he is faithful and, in addition to reading what the Lord has to say in my Bible, like just reading about other people's faith journeys, it can just be so encouraging. Mm-hmm. And especially, you know, sometimes you may feel like no one knows what I'm going through. Mm-hmm. Nobody has experienced this feeling before. But, you know, there's a verse that says nothing is new under the sun. Mm-hmm. And so I feel like when you do read stories of other people, I definitely feel like the Lord can use other people to, uh, and he does. I mean, you know, he uses your friends and your family, Mm -hmm. but absolutely. Yeah. To encourage you. But I just feel like, you know, really like reading these stories of these incredible saints who have gone before Mm -hmm. us, like, I think it's just so encouraging to me and it's cool. Yeah. Okay. What currently stifles your love for God? So I was thinking about this recently. Um, I moved up to Atlanta about, it was, I guess it was almost two and a half years ago. And I moved up for my job. I work in local government. It was my first time. I I didn't really know anybody where I was moving. It was a brand new job. And it was kind of my first job in, in local government. So in that field. So when I first moved, I really wanted to just spend the first couple months focusing on my job. So that's what I did. I mean, I went to church every Sunday, mm-hmm. but for the most part, I was like, I just want to focus on getting settled into the job. And then once I get comfortable, I'll, um, then I'll start being social. <laughs> well, by the time I got to the point where I'm like, okay, ready to be social now, COVID hit. And, and so mm-hmm. It has been, I'll just be honest, it has been a very, very difficult time of of loneliness and just kind of, you know, being up in a city where there's like a ton of things to do, but it's been hard to meet people. And something they don't tell you when you're a kid is that it's very hard to make friends when you're an adult. Mm-hmm. Like, it's just, it's hard. Mm-hmm. And, and so... It's definitely, it has been a challenge. And I was, I before I even knew what these questions were, um, I was thinking, one thing I kind of have a hard time with in, in those feelings of loneliness 
is just thinking it would be so much easier for me, I feel like, to not feel this loneliness if I could physically see Jesus. Mm-hmm. And, you know, like, because I can tell myself the Lord is with me. I, I am not alone. And I know that. I know that to be true. In I know. I, yes. I, I know in my head, the Lord is with me. I am not alone. Mm-hmm. But there are times when I am physically alone. Mm-hmm. And, and I feel emotionally. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. And I'm just like, and I've just prayed like, God, I just really wish that I could, I, I could see mm-hmm. you right now. Or just that I could physically reach out and touch you mm-hmm. or, you know, just something like that. Just mm-hmm. to, just so, just to comprehend that you are in mm-hmm. fact here and I am not alone. And, and so that, I don't know if that makes sense or not, but yeah. it just, it yeah, that has been really hard. But then to go along with that too, like, and so I can definitely see like how, how I feel like the Lord is answering my prayer Mm -hmm. about like, I just need people just need people to physically spend time with. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And, and be around. I mean, because again, yeah. I mean, Jesus, you're wonderful. You're great. I love you. I'm glad you're with me, but I can't go eat Mexican with you, (laughs) you know? (laughs) And it's like, and I mean, sometimes, you know, sometimes you just need like human Mm -hmm. interaction and, and so that that has prob that's has been my biggest challenge for sure. Really trying to fight those uh you know, that feeling of loneliness and it probably sounds dramatic, but just loneliness and despair and mm-hmm. just you know, just kind of darkness and it's mm-hmm. like I I need to be surrounding myself with people, uh but not just people, but mm-hmm. people who are also gonna point me, right. you know, in the direction of Christ and so yeah, that's, that's been that's been difficult for sure. Yeah, I'm thinking about a handful of people in my life who would probably sit. They might be on be able to be vulnerable enough to share that, but I don't know. So I appreciate I appreciate you sharing that a lot because yeah. I imagine a, I imagine a lot of people can relate to that. You know that desire that yeah. just knowing it sometimes is isn't doesn't feel like it's enough. With that too, I feel like you. I also have to realize like when the Lord is calling me out of my comfort zone because while the Lord provides, I also don't feel like he is just going to like, he w- he can. And sometimes he does, but I feel like most of the time he's not just going to, I mean, he's not going to bring a new friend to my door, mm-hmm. like knock on my door. Hey, I'm here to be your new friend or something, <laughs> you know? So I'm like, okay, Emily, like you kind of got to make a little bit of mm-hmm. effort. You got to, you know? Mm-hmm. And so I definitely feel like in that aspect too, he's, okay, Emily, like, I know, you know, Mm -hmm. I love you and I see you Mm -hmm. Um, in order for me to, you know, help you or grant this to you or whatever, like, got to step out of your comfort zone Mm -hmm. a little bit. And, and it's hard because I'm, I'm an introvert and I, I tell, I call myself an extroverted introvert Mm -hmm. and that when I need to be, I can can turn it on. Yeah. (laughs) I just think it really shows that Sometimes in order for, like, when you pray, 
Like when you're just in a place where you are just like praying to the Lord, asking him, Lord, please, like, Mm -hmm. please do like, Mm -hmm. I need you. I need this or something. I mean, sometimes in order for him to answer that prayer, you're going to have to step out of your comfort Mm -hmm. zone and you're going to have to do something otherwise you may not want to do. And so, so good. And stepping out, it's almost like stepping out of your comfort zone with him too. To yeah. say, well, it's almost like he's asking, like, will you still pursue me if you don't feel me? If you can't see yeah. me? Like, you know what I mean? It's almost like he's drawing you even deeper into himself, too. Yeah. Okay. How about the truth that God is blank means a lot to you because blank. I feel like this kind of piggybacks on what I was just talking about. But I feel like the truth, and this is almost, this has also kind of been the the truth of my entire life. <laughs> but uh, the, the truth, the truth that God yeah, is. Yeah, the truth that God is a provider to means me. a lot to me because he has provided. Let me explain. Because I may <laughs> not that may not make sense grammatically. <laughs> but I don't I don't have a tattoo. But part of me has said if I ever get a tattoo, I don't know if I ever will. If I did, part of me would want to get like uh, he, the Hebrew for Jehovah Jireh, because the Lord who provides, or God who provides, um, because there has there have just been so many instances in my life where there's been a need, and I've prayed for the Lord to meet that need, and He provides just enough. Mm-hmm. For me to meet that need. Not, it's not excessively. It's not a lot, but he provides just enough. A good example I feel like of this is um, right after college, I worked for a missions organization that is very, very near and dear to my heart. And um, for your speakers or your listeners who may not realize this mission for missions organizations, you have to raise support for most of them. So, which as you can imagine for an introvert was, it was probably one of the hardest things I've ever had to do while I would be at work. Part of my, you know, task during the day would be to try to raise support or contact people or whatever. One and one thing that happened is that I never got well while I was working there. I think I worked there about a year and a half. I never got fully funded, so I was never like fully salaried. But while I was there, every single month I had just enough to pay whatever bills I had to pay and do, and I, I was able to to make it every month. Mm -hmm. Um, part of that, part of it is that I had a little bit of help and part of it was that I also, um, I had a, another little part-time job that helped too, but I always had just enough. Like I was never like desperate for, for the finances. Um, and so, And I can just see that, you know, I just have seen how he has provided not just financially in my life, but just in so many other aspects. And I really feel like that has just been one of the biggest uh, truths about the Lord that 
just has stuck with me my entire life. And, and just, it just really means a lot to me. And just, I mean, it's something I've just have always remembered. And when I've gone through a difficult time, it's, is, you know, he, you know, whatever I'm struggling with right now or whatever need I have right now, it's going to be met because he provides, it may not be met the way I think it should be met, but it will be met. That's good. And I, I can't remember who, well, maybe a lot of the people, Christian leaders I follow talk about this, but um, they talk about the practice of remembering and reflecting on past faithfulness. If you're yes. doubting it today, yeah, yeah. You know, and like you have a lot of experience with needing and asking and him yeah. providing, oh, you know, yeah. which is, which is pretty, yeah. pretty sweet. If he is provided and shown up in the past, then you, I mean, the Lord is the only one you can guarantee. Right. His character is never not going to be generous and right. kind and merciful right. for you. you know? I think the problem with people, though, is that I struggle with this. I think every, I think every mm-hmm. single person struggles with this, is that we get in our head a picture of how we think yes. something should be met. Yes. And or how, the be- it would be the best way. Yes. This would be the best exactly. answer. Yeah. Or how we think this problem should be solved or how we mm-hmm. think mm-hmm. this situation should go. Mm-hmm. And I think I have really struggled with that before. And I still struggle with that. And I know I'm going to struggle with that probably my whole life. <laughs> um, but it really is just, you know, you just got to realize that you are not God. And bottom line is Lord knows better than you. Right. So stop acting like, yes. and Sure, a situation may not turn out the way you think it should. You may never on this side of eternity find out why a situation Mm -hmm. turned out like it should. Mm -hmm. But I can guarantee you that that situation turned out exactly like the Lord wanted it Mm -hmm. to turn out. All right, our last question is, what is something you are looking forward to? So I don't know when this episode is going to (laughs) air. Okay. Um, So it might be long gone by then. But I'm really, really looking forward to Christmas and the holiday season. <laughs> I just love this time of year, and I just love everything about it. And and one of my favorite moments of, like, the entire Christmas season is Christmas Eve night. There's such a – there's a stillness. Mm-hmm. And – the anticipation of like you know you've just gone to christmas eve service and you've celebrated the coming of the lord Mm -hmm. and the incarnate jesus and just like the stillness of just really like reflecting and and anticipation of like we're celebrating like our savior Mm -hmm. and i i think that a lot of times i can and i do get very caught up in the commercial side of Christmas. Mm-hmm. I mean, cause I'm a very, I'm a very festive person. Mm-hmm. Like I'm extremely festive. I'm all about decorations. I'm <laughs> all about doing all the Christmas stuff, mm-hmm. watching Christmas movies, uh-huh. listening to my guy, Frank Sinatra Christmas song, you know, yeah. like I love everything about the season. And a lot of times I can get swept up in making myself busy um and and kind of like rushing um to get to like get like all this stuff done or whatever and by the time i get to christmas eve night mm. it's just 
everything has slowed down and, and, you know, we can just reflect on the stillness of the moment and the season and what it all means. Mm -hmm. And for sure. Thank you for talking to me. Oh yeah. It was wonderful. Thank you. I, that was fun. I enjoyed it. Listening friends. It means a lot that you added us to your day today. Thank you so much. Wherever you find yourself on your journey with Jesus, I hope you finished this episode with your faith cheered, refreshed, or strengthened. Until next time!